Isn't that weird? That's very bizarre. So anyway, hello, hello, hello. I just got out of my retreat late last night. I didn't know that it was going to go like a full day because, you know, normally when you have a retreat, they end like at noon and then you can come home and, and nope, they went the full day. <laughs> so, oh, but it was a really great, great retreat. It's um, if any of you, you can go look at it. It's called Path of Love. And it's very much a retreat that anything that is, they, they really focus on any protection that you've had over the years around your heart, just to really let that go so that you can be more in your, your, your truth, your feelings, you can connect more to people. Um, and it's just, it's a really beautiful process. I had done it in, in 2010 in Loveland, Colorado, and it was the best retreat that I'd ever done, like in my whole life. And now 13 years later, maybe 14 years later, again, the best retreat. And it's funny because, and this is kind of like Soulcraft, I'd done the retreat, but I didn't remember almost anything. And it's kind of like when you do Soulcraft a second time, you're like, was this even in it? Because you're just a whole other person when you go through something again. But very loving space, very skilled um, facilitators. They've been doing this. It's like a certain process for over 30 years. And this time actually was the first time ever in Bali. They have it all over the world, like England, Australia, America, Greece, Israel, like so many different places, but the first time in Bali, which is a really nice place to have people really open up and, and feel connected to themselves, to others, and to something higher as well. So beautiful process. Um, definitely recommend checking out their website. And you can often in your area, they will do like a three-day introduction non-residential so this is residential so you really get put in a container but if you feel called to it you can check out even just doing their three-day um kind of their introduction to the seven day just really really powerful work yeah absolutely absolutely fantastic so i feel very zened out <laughs> i'm probably gonna be talking a little bit slower than i normally do which is probably good uh, so i wanted to for this call just see if we have any questions um, from our previous call about setting ourselves up for the year. And then I wanna spend the whole time because last, last um, office hours was more me talking to you and we had some great questions, of course, but I really want to address anything in your business that you wanna talk about today. So we'll have this more be about what you want to bring to the call. But let's just review really quickly. I'm just gonna pull up my notes from our call a couple of weeks ago. So the process that we did in order to really complete 2023 and then enter 2024 with a totally different vibration, empty slate, where we can say, okay, what do we want to create now? The process that we went through was to celebrate your wins from 2023, which is ever so important. And then to think about the lessons that you learned so that we don't have to repeat the lessons because of course the universe, God, divine, however you relate to it is going to keep presenting us with the same lessons until we learn them. So we want to learn them. And then also it's a really great way to reframe any disappointments or frustrations as to see what the, the kernel of the, the lesson was for you. Then we set our goals. And so this is, a super powerful part of it. So deciding on what you want. 
we focus specifically on your network marketing business, but of course you can do this for your whole life. And then the really unique process that we use in Soulcraft is we set our goals. So we, we go wild and big and beautiful. And then we look for our three domino goals. So the three most important goals that we want to accomplish this year. At this moment, because as you go through the year, you may accomplish one and then you can bring in another goal. If you can't get it down to three, do five. So I typically have four to five domino goals, but see how your personality responds to this. Do you like, okay, three, that seems more doable. Like I feel less stressed, go with three. If only having three makes you feel stressed because you're like, no, there's more I want to accomplish, then, then do four or five. But you don't want to have more than five domino goals because we really want to have you focus on the things that are most important. And then as we accomplish them, we can tick them off. And then we want to have our domino actions. And this, this is the often forgot about part. So we can have our, our domino goal. And just if anyone wasn't on the call or didn't have a chance to listen to the recording, why we call it a domino goal is when you're looking at all your goals, you want to choose the three to five that if you were to accomplish them, they would actually cause other goals to fall down like a domino effect. So they actually help you reach more goals. So say, for example, if you are like, okay, I want to travel to Bali. I want to go to retreat in Costa Rica. I want to, you know, X, Y, Z. A domino goal might be, I want to increase my income by 30,000 this year or 20,000 or 100,000, whatever it is for you, because that domino goal will help you be able to take a trip to Bali or go to a personal retreat in Costa Rica. So choose the one that will have the, or choose the three to five that will have the biggest effect on all your goals. And then the most, well, it's, no, it's not the most important thing, but it's the often forgot thing is we need to set our domino actions. So what are our actions that we need to take in order to reach that goal? I'm going to come back to that. And then the fourth part of this process is your most important things to do this week. And that's where there's, you know, all the other to do things in life, you know, so that you're still staying on track with everything else in your life. And that those will go under your MITs, most important things. So it's kind of a hierarchy, domino goal, domino actions, MITs, most important things to do this week. So you, you would do this for your year, then you would come down to maybe 90 days. And then from there, your week. And then that's what we always want to do in our, in our WAP. We have, okay, so what's my domino goal for this week? Maybe you might have two or three in a week. We probably wouldn't have five in a week. So you might have like one, two, or three. And then what are my domino actions? So let's say that you want to have a new presentation, whether it's an online presentation or in person. So then you want to break down, okay, what are the steps that I need to do in order to achieve that domino action? And you want to break it down. And then in your WAP, you're putting your domino actions for this week. And then your MITs, most important things. And it's your domino actions that will help you reach the domino goal. I'm going to circle back to this if anyone is having a challenge like, okay, well, what would my domino actions be for this goal? 
we can brainstorm that here today too. All right, and then the final thing with this is, what is your identity this year? So that's the person that has achieved these things. What would he or she have to be and do? And you want to take on that identity this year. So if I want to make 100,000, if I want to make 50,000, if I want to have this amazing team that I'm super excited to be working with, if I want to do my business in a different way that that I'm I'm finding something that I can present in a way like maybe a, a health and wellness spa, but something that's more me, maybe it's around astrology, maybe it's around painting. So I want to do a new presentation. Who do I have to be in order to have a compelling pre presentation that's really authentic to me? And that, that identity work, we'll keep working on this whole year, but that's the even more important part because we know that in order to have, you have to do, and then even before you do, you have to be, exactly. Yeah. So always be, do, have. Okay, so that's just the framework that we'll we'll come back to and keep reminding you. And we'll, do, we'll have other calls where we go deeper into identity work because we want to keep taking off the layers. And this year, who do we want to be? You know, what do we want to, to really bring out in our personality, our authentic, authenticity, our authentic code? Like, who are we this year? So we'll do more on that in another call. But let's talk about your domino goals, your domino actions, or anything in your business that you'd like to brainstorm. So let me, I know it's a little bit open-ended. Does anyone have a domino goal that they're not sure how to break down the actions? So the steps that you need to take in order to achieve that goal? Does everyone feel, yes, Ali? Um, I'd just like to ask, uh, yes. so, um, you know, in Soul Pro, we do these domino goals and domino actions every week. Yes. Um, so we do go into this in depth, but... <clears throat> Um, I tend to put three domino goals, but each of the domino goals has probably got about, you know me, about 14 domino actions to get to them. Uh, and yeah, I've only been putting down about three domino actions, like the most important thing for domino goal A, the most important thing for domino goal B, the most important thing for domino goal C. Should I actually be putting more down for the domino actions what do you think? You're doing it perfectly. I'm so glad you brought this up. So, and for everyone, so when, when you have a domino goal, you want to either mind map it. Does, does everyone know what a mind map is? Have no. you seen that? Okay, so let me explain. No. It's, a, it's a really good exercise to do. There's two kinds of people. The first type of person likes to do what's called a mind map. And you would have a, just a piece of paper and you would put your, your domino just, goal in the center. Whoops, sorry. Hang on a second here. My screen went. No, that's me. I... Okay, there we go. Everyone <laughs> came back. Okay, so you put your domino goal in the center, and then you'd have little lines out of the domino goal as to the steps that you would need to take to achieve that goal. 
So some people really like this visual mind map. Like, so the goal is in the center and lines going out and you're, it's almost like comment boxes or thought boxes of all the, the actions that you need to take. Other people just like to line it out. So I'm probably a little bit more of a liner outer. And then I might have some things out to the side. So it really just depends if you like it more like in a line way or if you want it more visual. So that's, does that make sense, Susan? Yes, it does. I like okay. that. I'm a bit more visual, so. Yes, most people like the visual. Yeah, and it, it's it really helps you feel it, like it's more fun to figure out how to do your goal rather than, yeah. And the more fun yeah, that we can bring to good. anything. I mean, you can bring in like markers and crayons and you can make it really fun. And three to five goals, it's so worth to take the time to do that. So you might have five pages like this. Then, so you, and then you might have, okay, there's 14 action steps that I need to take in order to do this. Now, the other thing is don't get overwhelmed if you're not sure how to do everything. This is a comment we had in Soul Pro as well. Like, I don't, I don't know the whole road ahead of how to accomplish it. And we know that we, you don't have to see the whole staircase to get started. So just right now, what are some of the actions that you know that you need to take? You don't have to have them all figured out as well. But you just want to have, okay, well, right now, if I want to do a new presentation, what I want to do is I want to go over my founder story. I want to go over my products. I want to go over the compensation plan and make some notes to have it really compelling, like kind of a skeleton um, outline. Then the next step, I want to actually make the presentation. And then I want to put it in PowerPoint and add images, you know, so you just, you kind of break it down. Then to Ali's question, you're doing it exactly perfectly, Ali, because you don't want all those 14 steps on your weekly action plan because that would overwhelm you. But you do want them somewhere. So it's a brain dump, like you've got it. But each week you would be going back to that and saying, saying, okay, now what are the most, the three most important things now for this week for that goal? It might be one thing. It might be two things. And remember with the WAP, the whole philosophy is you want to do, put down a little bit more that you can do, but not where it's overwhelming. Because your WAP, you want to be getting 80 to 90% of it done. I'd say 80%, let's say 80%. Same thing with your domino actions, getting about 80% of your domino actions done every week. And that's like, that's just like, you know, if it's 60%, if it's 90%, that's fine. But the idea is you don't want to have so many things on your WAP, so many things on your domino actions that you get done 2%. Or conversely, if you get everything done, maybe you could do a little bit more. So you got you just have to feel into that for you. And I really want to speak to this. Ali works really well when she has everything there. You know, she's got like her whole list of stuff. And again, this kind of is based on your personality. If you like lots of detail, go for it. If you kind of like bigger picture, go for that as well. There's so much room in here for you to figure out, okay, well, what is going to work better for me? Do I like lots of detail or do I like more big picture? So Ali, does that answer your question in terms of, doing it correctly yes 
yeah yes really sorry I saw that we could use a whiteboard and I went and started it thinking we could draw the mind map on it but I think they got the gist of it anyway <laughs> so oh, sorry about that. oh that's okay no worries um and what was I going to say about that um oh yes so and you want to monitor yourself if you're stuck in the same domino actions every week then you know that you're just focusing on being getting things too perfect so you don't want to get stuck in domino, the same domino actions week after week. And this is why it's so good to have an accountability buddy, because they can, like Vicky and Miriam are, are, are sharing their WAPs. And so you can see if one of your domino goals is stuck there for more than three weeks. You know, sometimes a domino action, sorry, just say domino goal, sorry. If a domino action is stuck there for more than three weeks, you probably need to get it done. You're probably stuck in perfection, or maybe you don't know how to do it, and then you could come and bring it here. So this is the thing too, don't get stuck in domino actions. Domino actions are meant to be checked off so that you can achieve your domino goal. Does that, does that make sense to everyone? Okay, perfect. Hannah? And Vicki, I see your question too. Um, hi. So, if my goal is to increase the number of followers, because that I'm stuck, I yes. just um, I just don't have many many people in yeah. my area. What uh, what actions would bring the best results mm. to that? That is a fantastic question. So that's exactly what you want to be thinking. What's my domino goal? And then how do I achieve that? So absolutely. So let's actually, for those of you, Emmanuel, I know you've worked really hard on your social media. Um, Claudia, I know you have too. And so Vicky, I know you have as well. Does anyone else feel like they've really worked with their social media that would like to share as well? Terry, okay. So let's all give give some tips to Hannah, and then Hannah, you can see what what resonates with you. So, one of the biggest things is consistency, and deciding how often you want to post. So you don't have to post every day, but I would suggest posting three to five times a week, and that you um, have to be really consistent. Go ahead, Hannah. I am I am posting every day but not necessarily the same thing so i could do story or i could do real or i could do a written post yes but, yes um, uh, i try to do uh, at least one a day that's fantastic that's absolutely fantastic and for everyone so it's not even though i've been doing that I'm not what I feel mm. that I get I get responses from from the same people. Yeah. So it's I have this bubble and I need to go out of that bubble. Yes. And yes, exactly. reach out to a wider audience uh, because uh, it's it's lovely to have all those beautiful hearts and mm. comments from the same people, I know that they appreciate that, but I need more. Yes, and you need I'm, new, new blood. 
and you, new yes, blood. New, new blood. Yes, yes. new blood. <laughs> um, without bloodshed. Without bloodshed. Yes, exactly. Without yeah, without any carcasses. <laughs> yes, corpses. <laughs> So, okay, so that's a, so just for everyone, because I want to make this applicable for everyone. So if you can post every day, that's great, but you don't have to post every day. So as long as it's consistent and it also needs to be varied. So there needs to be real, written, post, video. So you have to really change things up. The, I have found that photos are coming back, still photos are coming back a little bit more than they used to because Instagram was prioritizing video. And so, and deprioritizing still photos, it's come back a little bit, but it's still anything with movement and video is going to capture more interest. Carousels are also really good too, because people have to swipe, but if you can do any type of movement in your um, post, that will always get more attention because it's, you know, something that's more engaging. So I think you did say that you're, you're doing things that, you know, different things, like not the same thing. So that's brilliant. And then I'm going to give one more tip and then I'm going to um, hand over to other people to give tips and we can focus specifically on how do we get new blood. So we got the basics you've got. So that's fantastic. And just for everyone to know the basics, then the best way to get new followers is to engage other accounts. And you can do that by commenting authentically on other people's accounts. So on their posts. So not, you know, and it has to be something authentic. Like I, I see people doing this with me, you know, like random people and they'll just like heart a post. Like that's not, that's not true engagement. Like you've got a, like a, an account that you like and you're actually, you know, something that's really heartfelt. So that's kind of like base level. The second thing is whenever, if whatever you can do to post where you can tag someone that it's relevant to and not so much like a, like I want you to see this. It's more like if if I'm here in Bali at this villa, I would tag this villa. Or if I'm going out to a restaurant and I have taking a picture of my food, I would tag the restaurant. Because then that restaurant will come and look at, oh, who who tagged me? Or if I go to that restaurant, I would then go to their account and make a comment. Because not only will you get that restaurant looking at your account, but you'll get their followers looking at your account too. And then any type of strategic alliance or partnership that you can do with someone else, that is the best thing for getting new followers. So let's say that you've got, you know, somebody else that is in the health arena or somebody else in your friendship circle that maybe is a psychologist or just something different where you, you do a post together, you do something together because then now you're getting both eyes on both of your accounts and you can get creative with this. It's, it's why podcasts work with interviews. It's why telesummits work, anything where you can get each other's market to be looking at each other's accounts. And then that has a ripple effect. And even better if you can do something of value together. And you know, the sky's the limit. You know, like there's so many little things that you could develop a little PDF together. You could go to lunch together and you're, you're setting your goals for the year. And, you know, anything that can have you be with someone else doing something else, 
and then posting about that and tagging each other, that will have each other's followers look at your accounts. And that's my favorite thing to do. Besides tagging, I love like, I do a lot of, um, and this is something all like of everyone can do too. I do at least once a month, I'll, I'll showcase a business in my area. So to get them followers and it's, I don't, I'm not paid for it. I just do it. And then they come back and look at my account. Their followers look at my account as well. And it's a way that I can support local business and with them out not having to pay for a shout out. So that's, and it's fun to do. Like you feel like you're actually helping this business that you really love. That's what I, that's what I always do for, for that beauty salon that I was telling you about. Yes. Mm. That's so fantastic. I, every time I'm there, I, yeah. I will just record some. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Whatever treatment. Yeah. I and have. tag the therapist, tag the, yeah. you know, as many people there, tag them, you know, and compliment the therapist and, you know, my amazing therapist, yeah. my amazing hairdresser, you know, and tag them because that's such a beautiful comment for them. Yeah. And then, then it comes back around. It's like, I remember when Marie Forleo got really big, what they were doing in New York is Chris Carr, who's a health coach, Daniel Laporte, who is really a life coach up in Canada, Marie Forleo, who's a life coach as well, um, Gab Gabrielle Bernstein, who does a lot of raw manifestation. They would always like support each other and do um, podcasts together and interviews together and refer each other. So their reach was just massive. And everyone was doing all of their programs. So it's not like you would just do Marie Forleo. Like it's not a scarcity thing where you think, why would I want to like give my people to other people? It's like, I've done all of those girls, women's programs, you know, because it's, it was all, and it was the most brilliant idea. Like they all supported each other and opened up their whole followers to every, all, all four of them. So anything that you can do that supports other people and shine a light on them, and then, of course, you feel good. Like, I love it when I'm supporting another business. And then your energy is just good. And that that just flows out. Okay. So that's it from me. And, oh, go and ahead. by go the ahead. way, just, you know, that interview that I was telling you about? Yes. yes. It, it happened on Tuesday, last Tuesday. How did it go? <laughs> Differently than I planned. But uh, <laughs> always does. <laughs> there was, yes, there was a lot of buzzing and um, a lot of questions and conversations. Oh, and uh, yes, came out of my comfort zone for yes. sure. Yes. So good, Hannah. So good. Going towards the fear. It's the 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 fear is always where the gem is. It's always the biggest breakthrough. It always has the biggest reward. So that's awesome. And anything we can do with people is going to have a ripple effect. Yeah. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. All right. So let's, let's start with Emmanuel, because I know you've done a lot of work with your social media accounts. Do you, what would you suggest for Hannah that you have found has worked for you? Hello, everyone. Uh, I was, I was thinking about a collaboration too, 
I think that's a brilliant idea uh, with other um, people in our industry or outside, thinking outside the box too, right? Uh, as you said, uh, but also uh, with your, you can start with your uh, network marketing friends. It's like a good start or maybe like your fitness, health, wellness uh, friends too. And I, I want to say this, uh, don't, don't stop in your, um, yeah, in, in trying to only get followers, you know, because I was in that trap too, like long, long ago. And I think that the main goal for us is to gain customers, gain team members, because we are not influencers, right? We don't want to be, we don't want to live uh, by our yeah with our uh, social media accounts so the main thing for us is that our um, engagement could be so high that our followers really convert to to customers to to team members to associates so i think that's the main goal for us because yeah maybe you can have 1000 10000 100 <laughs> i don't know but uh, i know a lot of uh, network marketers that have a lot of followers but um, their business is like meh. yeah you know like they don't have a lot of <laughs> a lot of um, customers so yeah i think uh, it's like a yeah you you have to be careful you have, of course social media is a big big uh, tool for us but i think uh, we have to use carefully and really make that engagement with our uh, with our audience you know i think that if you if you really engage with them uh, they feel you like trustworthy and they feel you near um they they want to buy you they're gonna yeah do business with you that's another tip that i i wanted to share <laughs> really good emmanuel yeah it's really good yeah it's it's i want i really want to second this to four because it, it is important we have our well let me rephrase this you can build your business perfectly without having a social media account absolutely but if you do want to have a social media for me, it just gives me credibility. I don't make my sales in social media. My sales are in my e in my emails. So just to, yeah, I think that's, we probably should have started with that, that you don't want to measure your success with how many followers you have and even bust your ass <laughs> trying to get all these followers because at the end of the day, um, I don't feel that. I mean, it's, it's very, very rare that someone is driving their business with their social media account. There are people that do, absolutely. But there's more percentage that drive sales through emails than with social media. So just to take the pressure off of you. Yeah. And you may have in your company, you know, people saying, go do social media, do social media. But I've been on social media since day one. And I have quite a large account and I still make myself an email. So yeah, just to take the pressure off. So, Can I say what, you, oh. so what you're saying, um, for start, my um, email list is um, very, what, very low. 
I should say. Okay. I that's haven't okay. really started. Really started? Okay, that's okay. That's okay. Most people who, when you came to Soulcraft, who had an email list? Did anyone have an email list? Okay. Was it very big? Ali, I think yours probably was, but was it very big? Yeah. So we keep hammering this in Soulcraft that you have to have an email list, but most people don't or it's quite small. So don't worry at all. We'll totally help you with this. And I'm going to have Emmanuel give your other, your second thing that you wanted to say. But again, and I know the veterans are probably sick of me saying this, but you have to have an email list and we have to work with this. And we will. I will help you. I will always help you with this because it's where your sales will get made and it's where people, you build the trust. Yeah. And remember, social media can be taken away just like that. My my Instagram account got shut down for three months for no reason. And Instagram was saying it's fixed and it wasn't. And it was in the middle of a soul craft away to 100K launch. So it was horrible, Ouch. you know? So yeah. So you don't, for no reason. So yeah. And my Facebook account, I can't advertise on who knows why either. So yeah. But having said that, there's ways that we can build our social media, but I wouldn't put just, I'm so glad you said this, Emmanuel, I wouldn't put your focus on there. Like maybe, like maybe even 5% of my, 2% of my business in, is in social media. Yeah. Wow. So that, that, that's, that's surprising. Yeah. Now I have people to help me. So I, I direct it, but I don't have to, you know, be in there. So if it was just me doing it, I would probably say it's more, um, 10% of my business. It was me just doing it. So, but just to kind of give you perspective, it's one thing, but we also need to be focusing on your email list and also you getting out there with people because you're so good with people. Like we need you actually out there more. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Can I share one more thing? Yes. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe you don't, but I got really sick last year like in september i think and i stopped my my life my business now i'm okay <laughs> i'm i'm thriving but i stopped posting on social media since september and i haven't i haven't come back i i think it's like four months now that i have not posted a single story a single reel nothing and for me at the beginning was like really harsh <laughs> like oh my god I, my my business is is i think it's going down i i thought that at that time but what i realized is that my business my usana my network marketing business is still the same it's a, I, I still got my paycheck every week and I um, I also be like three or four weeks on the top income earners of my of my my rank yeah right. my country so it was surprising for me because I I bought this idea of my business is almost 100% sustained on social media. I thought that 
last year <laughs> and and I was doing social media for like 10 years and sometimes it's exhausting <laughs> it was like oh I don't want to post but I have to because my business depends on it and now that I I don't I don't have to and I feel I feel so free <laughs> I feel like oh, I, I don't have to waste a lot of time of oh, I'm gonna, what I'm gonna post so um, yeah, I uh, of course I'm gonna do my comeback soon. <laughs> I don't know when, but now I'm really happy because as, as a millennial, <laughs> for me not not always be on social media is like a huge success. <laughs> yeah, that's that's such a great example. Yeah, yeah, and the the joy of not having to be on your phone all the time as well. Yeah. So for everyone just thinking about is social media stressing you out? Can you make it fun by maybe just posting three times a week? Because even three times a week is absolutely fine. You don't have to post every day. You know, Hannah, if you like posting every day, that's great. So just do what feels good to you. But for everyone, we have to make sure that we're developing our business in our the other ways that we know that work too. All right. Let's. Any uh, anybody else want to comment on? Yes, Ali. Thank you, Manuel. So, um, so there's there's lots of things that I could say. I could talk for an hour on using social media for your business. One of the most important things is you need to delete people who are no longer interacting with you. If you sent somebody three messages and they've not responded and they're not a, a friend friend, then you need to disconnect because having silent friends reduces your reach of your posts. Um, so that's an important thing. Um, it's true that video is really important. So try and do more of that um, and choose your favorite platform and work with that and then build on the others afterwards repurpose your content for the other things use automation wherever you can with meet edgar i had posts that i had i had about 400 posts i'd created in 2018 and they were still recycling until i think i left meet edgar last uh, november when i moved things over to a different platform so the same posts the same 400 posts just a different one every day you don't, you know, it, you don't have to be keeping creating stuff if you don't want to. And you use a scheduler. It makes so much difference. I could go on, but I won't. Thank you, Ali. <laughs> you can, you can, Ali. I'm listening. <laughs> All ears. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I'm ju I've just been, uh, so I've got a way of tagging people so I know whether they are new people who sent me a friend request or people that I send a friend request to. Engaged in week one, two, three or four of the month. Um, then I know when to follow up with them. I then make a decision about which of my opportunities I'm going to suggest to them or what lead magnet I'm going to show them or whatever uh, lead magnets I think are probably the best way and I'm not using this enough myself but um, my my masterclasses and webinars are lead magnets in a way but if you can um, share a lead magnet or invite people to a free masterclass not an opportunity presentation because you want to get people onto your mailing list before you send them to an opportunity presentation you know if you've got your own webinar then you've got them signing up for it. You've got their email address. They're on your mailing list before they actually watch your webinar. If you've got a lead magnet, then um, 
they give you their email address before they download the e the lead magnet. And in the UK, you need to use GDPR compliance systems so that they are doubly opting in. They're opting in again to say, yes, I really did want this lead magnet. Um, the specific language you need to use, if you're not going to use a checkbox on your squeeze page, then in the UK, you the, the language needs to be, um, yes, I want to sign up for your newsletter and I will get this free lead magnet as um, a bonus. So that they are, you can prove to the officials that you, that they actually consented to you sending them your newsletter. Um, so, Ali, so I, I, Ali I might stop you there. Yep. Just yeah, yep. brilliant information. But just so we can keep keep flowing with other people's questions. But thank you, thank you. Um, okay, one final thing for for Hannah. Does anyone else want to share how to get? Yeah, new... I, I think it's important that you talk to your ICA. That means that you know your IC ideal customer avatar. That you know that, and you talk to. To them so then that ensures that the the energy goes in the right direction and it's already a pre-selection of your audience yeah and and trust is then what you build up due to that and um also posting in different lifestyle value or promote your programs that you kind of have a mix in this area which keeps it interested and also reaches more people mm -hmm. And Vicky, thank you, Claudia. Thank that was you. awesome. I was just going to say, uh, Hannah, this has been my issue for ages, not, not you know, trying to get out of my little bubble. Um, but what I'm doing this year is I'm really focusing on content and making sure I do blogs and create my own creating thing so I can share that in Disperse with just my lifestyle. Um, yeah, just getting a bank of things that is other people might want to, you know, have value for them. And then that makes me feel better about posting, right? Because I can share things around that. Um, and the other thing that I've cottoned on to, because I always felt a little bit, um, you know, I was jumping into these groups and trying to comment things and it didn't feel very authentic. But in the last few months, I've really knotted down what I'm interested in. And, um, you know, it's political stuff, right? So it's got nothing to do with health. And I'm going out there and putting my views out, which are contrary to a lot of other people's views. But, you know, it has a heap more Instagram people looking, right? And I'm thinking, mm -hmm. oh, that's probably because I'm doing this. I'm on other people's pages and I am making comments. I am saying, yeah, I agree with that or you know, I, I, this is what I'm voting for or whatever. Um, so it feels really good. I feel It feels good and it feels like I'm, you know, I don't mind interspersing all my other stuff in there now. So I don't know if that helps. That, I love that because Thank it's something you. you're doing that's, that's you're loving doing, you know, then it's, yeah. And that's the key. Like if you're not loving social media, either find a way that will, you will actually like it because it's not worth, doing it if you don't like it you know so there's always a way and I think that's brilliant Vicky yeah um one final comment thank you everyone this is absolutely fantastic yes Myrna just a couple of tips is to actually take the conversations off Facebook and talk to them via messenger and actually mm. build a relationship with them 
everything that you feel is, or feel about doesn't actually have to be all public. You can have some really lovely private conversations mm. with people via messenger and also to send them information. So sometimes if I see a post and I know that someone's interested in it, I will, for example, just yesterday I sent a post to a, a guy in the UK who had his grandmother had given him a plant and he decorated his whole unit with plants. There's hardly any furniture in it, just a bed. <laughs> and But the whole house has just got plants. And so I know, know of somebody that really loves indoor plants. So I just sent that to her and I said, hey, I think you'd really like this is the story. So we don't necessarily have to be talking about the things that we, the business side of things, but we can develop the relationships with the things that they love. Uh, may I may I ask you a question? Because you started with saying talk um, talk privately is moved to um, messenger. Would it be okay if you if you share your strategies for approaching people to usually usually to it's something that they've shared publicly which is personal and they have a problem. And then I will just, you know, I'll just talk about it. If, if I have a solution, I will give a solution. If I don't have a solution, then I'll actually refer them to somebody. So I'm always looking at a way of when I'm connecting with them via messenger, that it's not about me, but it's all about them and giving them a solution to whatever problem that they've actually aired on, on social media. Was that your, and even that if, you know, question? Even if people say, you know, people say they've been ill or whatever, you know, I might just send a little note and say, hey, I'm so sorry to hear that you're not feeling. And the other thing that a lot of people don't use a lot with social media, with Messenger, is voice message. That's a lot more powerful than it typing. Yes. Because they can feel your passion. They can feel your concern. They can feel your love when you're doing that. Myrna, that is such a great tip to get leave little voice yeah. messages. Yes, yeah, that's huge. Hannah, was your was your question about how to be able to get them into Messenger, like the talk, move the talk into Messenger? Yes. Okay. How, how to Myrna, cause, them. yeah, because not not everyone it na doesn't always naturally connect you via Messenger unless you're friends. Do you have a way yes. that you do that, Myrna? to move the conversation off of like into Messenger or into your DMs and Instagram? Um, if I'm not on Messenger, I, I will actually look at their Facebook page to see if there's a phone number or an email and then I'll communicate with them that way. But you would already have some kind of connection. I mean, sometimes... No, really. This is the whole no. thing. Is I may not have any connection whatsoever. I may not. I may not know them personally at all. There's a. There's been a lot. A lot of people on my Facebook page. They're not my personal friends. They, they became my friends because of the conversations that we had, or the building of the relationship with them. But they weren't my. They were not my friends initially. Because my focus is always on what's their problem. How can I provide a solution? So because oh. I add value to them, it's where the friendships build. Yeah. So am I correct thinking that um, there is a 
there is a discussion in the Facebook about something and you you have a solution or you want to make comments. So you at that at this point you would send a private message to that person with your offering. So is mm -hmm. that Yes, right? that's yeah, that's that's right. But or even if there was one girl, she's a very well-known trainer in Brisbane, and I'm always looking for quality people. Okay, so I'm looking for coaches and I'm looking for trainers. And when she actually did her training, she had these absolutely fabulous pearls on her. So I just sent her a private message and said, "Hey, I really love those pearls. I've never ever seen turquoise pearls before." Then she started telling me a story about how she inherited it from her grandma. Right. And now okay. I'm finding, and I didn't know her, but now I find her liking my posts. So I started with Paul. Hmm. Okay, thank you. Brilliant. Thank you, Myrna. Absolutely fantastic. All right. Thank you. Great question, Hannah. Thank you, everyone, for your input. Absolutely fantastic. Hannah, do you feel you have some resources for this? Yes. Yeah, yes, so, so good. All right. So we probably have time for one more question. Does anyone else have something you want to brainstorm in your business or anything around Domino Goals as well? How is everyone feeling about your presentation that you would give when you sit down with a one-on-one -on -one with somebody? Does everyone feel good about their one-on-one -on -one presentation? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there might be a few people. Uh, That's on my goal list to, to, practice. to practice. That's on my list to okay. practice this. Okay. This I year. This year, fantastic. So yes, I had a feeling that this was, so let's talk about this in two weeks in our next office hours. So if everyone for your homework, if you can sit down and really look at how are you presenting one-on-one? -on -one. For some of you, if you are doing it more online, same thing. Like I, I do more mine online. So I would look at my online presentation. But whatever presentation that you're doing, Let's spend the next month or so really looking at that because, of course, it's all very well to invite, but we have to have a, a great presentation, which, of course, we know we're asking more questions than anything. Um, but that's going to be such an important part in the whole process. And then, of course, the follow up matters, too. So you might want to review the presentation module and reviewing the things like what are the questions that you ask before you do the presentation? Because there's two questions that you ask that make all the difference. And I'll give you a little, little tip, but you always want to ask questions to figure out what the person wants in their life. And based on that, you're changing your presentation to actually answer those needs. Okay, so, and then we, we want to have a basic presentation, but you, you want to be able to pivot and talk more about the things that they're more interested in. So it's really, really important. Especially today when people's attention span, span is so narrow that we have to really speak to their needs and then just have a very short story about 
your company's founder, the products, the compensation plan, et cetera. So if everyone can, are you up for reviewing the presentation module, even just quickly? And then come to the call with what you're currently doing and then we'll work on that for the next month. Does that sound good? Okay, fantastic. All right, any final questions? Yes, yes, go ahead, Susan. Um, well, just on that topic of presentations, that's probably the one area that I really worked on and developed a presentation. And um, I gave a one-on-one -on -one presentation online to a friend just last week. And I I went through it. And then since she's, you know, she's fairly close friend, I asked her for feedback, you know, um, what she thought about it or whatever. And the, she said exactly what you just said. She said she appreciated how I um, asked her at the beginning what her health concerns were and, you know, what what she was looking for, basically, in ways to improve her health. And then when I went through the presentation, I specifically, you know, found products to address those needs for her. And that was her one comment that she really appreciated that so so good such great confirmation yeah 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 and that was that's definitely a shift you know from how I used to um talk to people versus the going through soul craft and learning learning how to find solutions to people's needs as you always say <laughs> yes yes and and always remember it's it's uh, and I learned this it, the the aha moment was when I was looking for an apartment in Denver and all the real estate mm -hmm. agents were just giving me all these lists of things that didn't matter. You know, I, and I thought if you would just actually ask me what I'm looking for, you could sell to me so easily. So that's right. always figure out what is the person, what do they, because people only buy based on their needs and their desires and what's yeah. important to them. So we can. Exactly. Because even if, you know, I tried to say, well, oh, I love this product. It's so good. She would just be like, well, sorry, you know, yeah, she, wanted, who cares? she wanted what she wanted. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that is such a great story. Emmanuel, were you going to add something to that too? No? Okay. Not really. <laughs> Not really? Okay. You sure? Okay. So yes, so if you can just review the module really quickly, even your, your PDF will have like the basics or you can listen to the, the video and just like put it on... Um, times two speed, you know, just to kind of get it back into your memory. Because remember, when the first time you go through it, it's so new that you'll pick up different things when you listen to that part in the module. And then let's work on our getting pres presentations really succinct, and then also being able to pivot depending on what the person is looking for and what they really want in their life so that we can be the solution for what they want. All right, so let's take our picture. And I just want to remind everyone to keep writing your ahas and your action steps, preferably right after the call while it's fresh. But if you have to run off just within 24 hours, still it's still really fresh. And this is the, the thing about integration. You writing it down will help you actually integrate this and actually embody it. And it's so helpful for everyone else. So it's a way that we can actually take these learnings and actually do them. Because we, we know so much, don't we? But it's, are we actually doing it? And so this process really works for that.
Okay. And I love reading every single one, every single person's comments and I read them all. All right. So let's take our picture. We'll do our normal one. So one, normal, <laughs> normally our normal, just happy. <laughs> uh, one, two, three. And then our crazy one. One, two, three. Ah. <laughs> Super cute. <laughs> I like your Maori look. Uh, hey, Carmen, before you go, can I Absolutely. quickly ask yes. what I've been sitting here all, I've been had to go off and on. What are the two things in the corner of your screen? Oh, you know, those are lamps. Those things there. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm, my brain yeah. is thinking you've got two brass hanging up on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That's so fun. <laughs> no. <laughs> How's Barney? Oh, really I'm in like heaven. Two. They do look like two bras. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine if I didn't know? <laughs> I'm glad I asked. <laughs> Actually, it was so funny at the retreat. They brought me my laundry at the very last minute before I left, and everyone was in the reception room about to leave, and they put all my underwear on top. <laughs> it's like just showing like everyone my underwear. <laughs> so embarrassing. So, thanks thanks no. for sharing. Yes, thanks, thanks for sharing, sharing. <laughs> so yeah yeah those bras are on site for everyone uh, but bali yes i'm just i'm in heaven when i'm in bali yeah it's my my happy place out of i mean i love australia so much as well but yeah bali is just my happy place so yeah thank you for asking awesome. <laughs> all right bye everybody we'll see you in two weeks back to the regular time so okay. i'll be we're back to bye. everything is back to normal thank you love you all Bye. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.